Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Superoffice podcast. This is episode number 24. Before we've had seasons and episodes, and now I think we're uh, going over to uh, episodes with a number, so it's easy to, to look back and uh, check out uh, previous episodes. And hopefully we will produce a lot more going forward. My name is uh, Hans Christian Gronslet. I'm uh, your host for this uh, SuperOffice uh, podcast. And uh, today I'm having uh, another amazing guest uh, on the show. And uh, I think and hope you will like the content of it. You know, we've had um, half a year with more improvements and developments, uh, focusing on the document management, uh, you know, things that can help you improve collaboration with uh, your co-workers on creating documents, reading documents and uh, finding back to it. SharePoint is a key word here. Uh, we'll also uh, slightly discuss how you can improve your security on the online environment with using multi-factor authentication. Um, what about, uh, you know, there's an increasing focus on making people use the data uh, in a more simplistic way. As a salesperson or a customer service person, you have access to all the data in the world uh, through SuperOffice. But sometimes you want to focus on what is important to you and the customer at hand. And um, we will discuss uh, uh, configurable screens and uh, the brand new configurable archives. yeah, so I'm looking forward to discussing this uh, with you so you can really focus on what's important in your daily tasks. Um, we're also talking about pilot programs. Did you really know that you could join a pilot program for brand new functions and features? Uh, you could be one of the early adopters and you can come with feedback and we actually provide uh, good stuff uh, for you in different areas. and. Um, customers who join the pilot programs actually have a say with wishes and uh, bugs being uh, corrected and uh, if this is not enough uh, summer is coming up and uh, how often uh, have you felt that this unknown number on your phone would be great to know who was well now we have uh, a new program for you with our mobile CRM uh, and uh, we can solve this problem so you can actually know who's calling without these people being in your local contact register on your phone. So let me um, introduce you to the, to the new guest and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Then uh, we're ready, Eric, so I just press the record button. So welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the Super Office podcast. Uh, it's been a little while since we uh, met here, but uh, we've been busy, and I hope you've been busy too. Anyway, I have a guest with me today. It's uh, Eric Eide, our product evangelist uh, for fun, but uh, you know, in real life, he's the Director of Product Development. Welcome, Eric. Thank you, Hans. Nice to be back again. And certainly fun to talk about all the things we 
have been doing and are doing and are going to do. So that's uh, well worth uh, spending time on this. Yeah, that's good. And it's, uh, you know, it's uh, this episode is about wrapping up uh, this half year and it's uh, it's going really fast. And all of a sudden it's summer and it's uh, uh, almost holidays. Are you going off for a holiday soon? Yeah, I'm just about to leave now, Hans Christian. I can already feel the cold beer and the nice sounds of summer around me. So it's uh, wrapping up before the holidays. Okay, that sounds good. So uh, today we have some uh, exciting uh, topic, actually. Um, we are going to talk about uh, at least two things, uh, and one of them has to do with the document management, and the other thing has to do with, with SharePoint. But in order to you know set the frame for, uh, for the document management uh, part, I think we start with that, you know, um, most SuperOffice customers, they're very used to having all their documents available in their system, you know, a proprietary database with their documents. But uh, things change. People are getting used to uh, uh, collaborating on documents, uh, not only inside the system, but, you know, co-working on documents. The students coming out to enter the job market, they have different ways of working. And... Um, We've seen trend uh, recent years that people talk about SharePoint a lot. So what have you guys been thinking about when it comes to the SharePoint uh, integrations with uh, SuperOffice, Eric? Well, we have been working quite a while with this topic, actually. Uh, we see that customers are um, requesting one common repository for all documentation they have, um, regardless if they use SuperOffice or not. Um, so we have decided to say that instead of only being able to access documents from within SuperOffice, you should also be able to use SharePoint as your SuperOffice document repository. Meaning the way you work with documents in SuperOffice today will still continue as before. You can create documents, use our templates, um, store them automatically. But uh, instead of um, having it a specific proprietary place only available to open from within SuperOffice, we now store them inside the customer's SharePoint online site instead. And that has a huge uh, number of positive effects for many. Mm. Uh, you can utilize all the features built into SharePoint for that. You can share documents with externals. You can... Uh, um, search uh, in content across all types of documents. You can um, co-work with doc collaborate uh, with documents real time, uh, see revision history inside SharePoint. So all of these things are now uh, also fully available from users of SuperOffice that works with documents. Mm. So, so our basic use case would be that you still create most of the doc documents related to a customer, to a sales process, to a project from, from the SuperOffice client, right? That's correct. Yeah. And then we just store this document in a specific structure that you decide as a customer inside SharePoint. And we bring all the um, metadata or uh, artifacts on a document into SharePoint, like templates, customer name, owners, uh, 
project name, sales related information. So you can search and access and organize them inside views in SharePoint as you want. Mm, okay. people, are, people are also using um, Teams, Microsoft Teams to share and notify each other. And you can then also utilize the same uh, documents that was created in SuperOffice inside your team applications. Okay. Will, will this be sort of, uh, that means that, you know, a, a wider uh, audience uh, could possibly be uh, uh, working on their documents. Consumers, uh, uh, yeah. And co-editors and consumers, that's correct. Yeah. And then you have uh, another huge benefit, um, and that's what you call this. It, this is what we call a zero footprint solution, meaning that uh, the tools that you need to install on your computer to manage document normally, uh, we call web tools, is no longer needed. So this is a cloud-to-cloud -cloud integration and uh, local software is not a part of that picture at all. So uh, many of uh, our existing customers, you know, they've had the web tools from before. So this means that they gradually can phase out the web tools and use the zero footprint solutions that we provide. Yeah, and there also includes a visit to migrate all your existing SuperOffice document into your SharePoint solution. So you can bring along as much history you want into your existing SharePoint solution. Yeah. And, um, you know, what, what are the requisites, uh, prerequisites to, to get this? I mean, it, I guess you have a strategy uh, for SharePoint or, or Office 365 already in your company. Yeah, the majority of our customers are Office 365 or Microsoft 365 users already. They have subscriptions, they have uh, this uh, thing available. So the only, uh, you need two things, you need SuperOffice Online uh, and you need uh, uh, SharePoint Online uh, as, uh, as a document storage. And also you need to use your Microsoft account to log into SuperOffice with. That's uh, just the configuration setting you do inside our application. Yeah. Uh, as a user. So you log in as a user with your Microsoft account, right? That's correct. You log yeah. into SuperOffice with your Microsoft account, and then you can have multi-factor uh, authentications and all these security measurements at the same time. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of talks now about improving security all over the uh, in, in all businesses. So this is a good uh, way forward for also getting security in place uh, for access to, to SuperOffice. Definitely. Yeah. So authentication is maybe the most single focus area when it comes to security. Mm. Uh, in our cloud solution, we are responsible for all backdoors or uh, software that we use to be secure. But uh, the authentication method uh, is... is uh, you can choose as a customer. And uh, by choosing Microsoft, your Microsoft account to log in with, um, you have a big player uh, being responsible for secure authentication here. Yeah. And, and you said, well, that's when, that's when it actually is implemented and you're ready to go. But before you do that, you sort of have to be an administrator and do stuff on the back end, I guess, uh, as well. Yeah, to set it up initially, you need to be an administrator. It's just uh, go into the main, uh, settings and maintenance client in SuperOffice and check uh, the right boxes and uh, uh, make sure that you authenticate and then you're up and running. Yeah. There are good... Uh, good explanations on how to do this on our community. Yeah, I can see that uh, our way of connecting to different other 
providers and solutions has become really user-friendly uh, these recent years, actually. It's sort of a, you select and you click and uh, you start the processes. When you're Lots of things has happened in the, in the technology uh, referring to this. So cloud-to-cloud -cloud, uh, integrations are uh, quite smooth to, to set up uh, as a consumer and a user of it. So yeah. yes, that's correct. Yeah. So when you enable this, is it, uh, so if you don't migrate your old documents, then you, all new documents will be stored in SharePoint, right? That's correct. Yeah. And then at some point you can decide, or maybe early on, you can decide to migrate uh, parts of your documents or all of them or? That's totally up to you. Either you take everything, if you have years and years and thousands of thousands of documents that you never open, maybe you only will like to migrate documents written the last two years or something like that. Yeah. It's like any migration project. You think you need everything, but in the real life, you only need a few few of the things. Yeah, the pain in the beginning. Yeah, statistics shows that documents older than two years are almost never opened and even more seldom uh, edited. So yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, I, th I think I read an article about uh, even shorter, like a time span of three months. I mean, if you created it three months ago, it's little chance that you need them again. <laughs> but okay. Uh, but is it ready to go now? I thought, uh, have we had a pilot program on this? We have been running pilots um, yeah, through almost six months, having yeah. customers, uh, engaged customers, trying it out and partners and seeing how it works and configure it and getting to, to know it. So yeah. uh, now in end of May, we launched it uh, as a general available feature that you can just start using. Yeah. Um, and of course, you need a SuperOffice uh, plan and you need a uh, Microsoft uh, plan, but there is no other costs involved in it unless you want to migrate or something or is that part of no everything is a part of the solution and included in in of course if you want to hire a consultant to help you yeah. out uh, yeah. with the, this you have to pay for that but the, mm. the licenses and software itself is uh, included in your superoffice subscriptions yeah wow i like everything that's included yeah. <laughs> I think. Do you do? I thought yeah. you wanted to get some money for, from. Uh... Yeah, we of course, but you know, you know, you need to split up uh, up the stuff that you you pay for. So uh, the value shows, and uh, but here I guess it's huge value because this. Uh, and it's also in the it's also in the interest of superoffice. We would like uh, people to stop uh, using web tools and, and uh, starting to use this integration as their default and, and main focus when it comes to document management and superoffice. Yeah. And then we can't, I feel we can't just take money for it. No, it it's, be... it's part of our solution. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. You know, we had the show notes for this uh, episode as well. And when we collaborate on the document, you can see what I can see what you're writing. You can see what I'm writing and we co-create the final results. That's good. Okay. So that was the SharePoint. So uh, check it out. Um, and uh, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes where you can find more information on it. Uh, we, we talked briefly about pilot programs. Uh, that These pilot programs is an offer to all our customers who are forward uh, thinking and really want to test out the new stuff that we are creating. And boy, there have been many great pilot programs, everything from artificial intelligence, 
uh, and the stuff for the mobile. What's the purpose with our pilot programs, Eric? The purpose are basically divided into three. We would like to verify that the solution we are about to take to the market works uh, optimal for the customers uh, who are going to use it. So uh, early adapters, as we call our customers who go into this, they will get a set of features before others uh, and also a bigger chance of influencing the end result, uh, of course. But we would like feedback from real-life uh, experiences with, uh, with what we do. And the other is, of course, to verify quality, but that's more of an internal motivation. Um, but our pilot programs are at any time uh, published on our community, and you can uh, uh, go in and uh, fill out the form to join it, and you will have it the day after. So it's a fairly easy process to, to get. Of course, I, I realize that people do not spend all their days on the community looking for pilot programs but uh, some topics are really hot and, and uh, we are trying to share information in our channels about new pilot programs so that people can get notified that they exist and uh, focus on what they their special interests are yeah i can see because i'm following these forums and uh, and i'm part of some of the pilot programs myself and uh, you know, you covered uh, most of the things that you think is relevant for the customer, but then all of a sudden there is a one or two or three good wishes or uh, requirements in there. And I'm happy to see that uh, you seem to take it into the consideration. And actually, when we re make it general available, some of those nuggets are available. So it, it helps yeah. both you and the customer. It's a win-win situation. This is, of course, if you didn't do that, the pilot program would be useless. Yeah. So we that's definitely a big part of of, uh, of the pilot program, doing minor adjustments according to feedback from the users. Yeah. So what are the hot pilot programs running right now? One, the SharePoint, that's done. You know, that's, that's done. So yeah. currently we have one uh, pilot programs addressing sales targets. So you are available. Uh, you can uh, define your sales targets and measure performance against your targets in the dashboards to see how how that looks. And we also have a... Are you kidding me? No, it's a fantastic news, and, and uh, people have been requesting this for quite a long time, and now we are acting on it. Yeah, that's that's amazing. But that's for the next uh, episode. We're, we're keeping that one, uh, but that's a cool one. Yeah. Another set of pilot programs are actually linked to configurability or customizing SuperOffice in a sustainable way. So the possibility to, to uh, tailor your screen uh, image or your screens in SuperOffice or, and your archives in SuperOffice has been running for quite a while. And uh, we are now uh, actually having an active pilot program on the possibility to configure your own archives, you know, the, the tabs that are below, below the main cards in SuperOffice. People would like to hide some of these archives from users that don't uh, use them because they are considered to be noise. They would like to change the content that lives inside an archive, or they would like to add their own archives. And uh, we are going the way in, in topics that we call no code or low, low code customizations. And this is really a part of that. So 
as a administrator, you should be able to go into the maintenance client and configure these archives just by clicking and dragging stuff around. Uh, so you don't have to hire a coder or a programmer or a consultant to do this for you. Mm. Of course, our consultants can help you if you if you are in doubt on, on your the capabilities and possibilities. But uh, this is actually a very good example of what we call no-code customizations inside SuperOffice. Yeah, you can configure it. Uh, I can see that a lot of our customers, you know, that's what they like about SuperOffice, that they can do a lot of these configurations and settings themselves. And and uh, I don't know, a typical use case, I would think that if you're a sales guy, um, you want to see, you know, the the activity archive. It covers a lot, everything that is done. But maybe to keep you focused, you can narrow it down to only see quotes, for instance, or a specific type of documents. Uh, so it comes into your face immediately instead of searching and filtering, which is also a good opportunity. So is that the purpose of it, that you can really narrow down? Yeah, that's a, that's a good example. So people would like to say, oh, uh, instead of this uh, activity archive with all of these activities from chat conversations to emails uh, you store. So you can say, I would like to create an archive and this archive should only contain uh, uh, sales related document produced the last two years. So, and then you have a focused archive that you can spend time on. And you can say that only these user groups should uh, have this uh, presented and the others should not. So it's a quite flexible system that we are about to, to bring to the market. And is it all type of archives or is it uh, any specifics there or? No, basically we are now starting with data that is inside SuperOffice. Yeah. So, so um, uh, data that lives outside SuperOffice are not still in the scope, but oh. any, uh, for example, on the company card, you can add any archive of data related to a company. So uh, yeah. sales, uh, projects, documents, uh, appointments, uh, quotes, yeah, everything. Yeah. Okay. So that's, uh, and we call this configurable archives. Yes. It's a part of the It's an extension of the screen designer that we launched earlier this year. Yeah. So you can actually customize the, the look and view and feel and the content to fit uh, your different user groups. That's correct. Much more specific. Uh, so in large companies, then uh, you really need to filter out because people tend to uh, miss miss the point if you have to browse through too much information. Hmm. So going from an information have, overload, it, you can go into more uh, details. Yeah. And if you want to ha have the same view for everyone, you end up with a... Yeah, too many archives on the company card. So some user groups will focus on that and others will focus on other things and then you can configure them individually. Yeah, so so here I guess would be maybe discuss with, with, with the competent person uh, the use cases and then you need to know what type of settings you have, what opportunities you have and then you, you, you create it. Then you can easily change it, you know, you can make your first version and then you can change it uh, as you go. That's correct. You can create drafts and discuss them together with the others. And when you are agree that this should, is how it is, then you can publish it and it will then be published to all users or all users that should have them. 
Yeah. Okay, great. So we also launched and talked about in the last episode about configurable screens, right? Uh, I think we created a possibility to change uh, the contact screen. The, the company, company screen the company screen and the contact screen has yeah. been uh, done in step one now we are moving into step phase two of this and doing yeah. the same thing with sales screen and project screens yeah. okay and there and, is a new what? there is a new dimension added now uh, lately because in our experience then a project uh, is not looking so different between user groups but a project can look very different uh, between the type of project. So a delivery project could have totally separate fields than a um, webinar project or a, uh, another project that you define. People are using projects in various ways uh, and selecting the type of, of a project. And they should be able to configure the look and feel of each project card or screens by the type uh, of the project, not only by the user who is viewing it. And the same yeah. goes with sales. Say a partner sale to existing customers may have totally different fields that should be emphasized than uh, a new direct sales to new customers. So it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be, I'm looking forward to see how the market uh, embraces this new feature set. Yeah, because this also fits with this, uh, you mentioned it, having focus. Hmm. Uh, because uh, we hear from other uh, customers when we talk to them that salespeople are challenged with filling out like 100, 100 fields. And, you know, uh, what we see is that uh, for some specific sale type, that's not necessary. You need less information or different information, right? That's right. So now you can really focus on what is important for your company to, to, to add. Hmm. Yeah. Without having to hire consultants to program or change layouts or you do it yourself. Yeah. Or but this you... is an ad admin task, isn't it? Or That's uh... definitely an admin task, yes. Yeah. So you need to talk to your uh, colleagues and agree on something. You know, that's the purpose of it and say, okay, how can we improve it? And then you can can set it up. And those two are in pilot as well, right? Or is it ready? The configurable screens for, for uh, companies and contacts are already shipped. Yeah. Um, and we are after, just after summer, we are about to launch uh, a pilot program for um, project cards and sales cards. The configurable archives, you know, yeah. the line below the cards, uh, yeah. they are active as we speak. Mm. So you can create your own yeah. archives by joining this uh, pilot program now. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we're talking about archives and above and below. And, you know, you need to really be in CSU office in front of you to, uh, to know some of these uh, things. But uh, great, uh, great stuff. I'm sure we will inform uh, customers more uh, in, in our forums and on the community. It's soon holiday. Uh, let's talk a little bit about something that is not known to very many people. And that's our mobile client, mobile CRM. You know, in, in the holidays, you should, most people take a break. Uh, myself, I take a break and then I really need to check something or want to check something and I can if I want. What is mobile CRM, uh, Eric? Yeah, the mobile CRM is the little brother of our super office solution. 
It's an app you have on your phone uh, and you have access to all data in SuperOffice and then you can manipulate all data in SuperOffice uh, through this uh, um, app. Uh, another important, can you make yeah, you can edit, you can create a sale, you can, <laughs> you can create a sale, you can edit it, you can uh, forward it, you, yeah, you, you can create activities, edit uh, uh, companies uh, scan business card and get them right into your applications. So, um, yeah, it's a full-fledged SuperOffice client on your phone, uh, made to look good on a small phone. Yeah. Um, and in addition, and that's a part we have been working with a lot the last six months, is to turn this small app into a what we call a notification hub. Mm. So if... Um, you are invited to a meeting and you are on holiday, <laughs> you will get the notification or request pops up on your phone or set an alarm for when you should be join a meeting or uh, the next step now is to get a notification when someone needs a say, approval from, your, uh, from you when, uh, on a sale. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, uh, functionality coming to make this application a notification hub for SuperOffice data. Mm. Yeah, so it's a great, uh, everybody, and that's included, this is included, you can just download it from our app store. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I recommend everybody to do that. Uh, and, you know... And make sure when you're on holiday, uh, you can then also silence every alarm, you can silence every notification, and you can not have to respond on uh, on everything, right? So I'm a red ball and addict, as I call it. When I see a red ball on one of the icons on my uh, iPhone, I need to go and, and look what it is immediately. So yeah. on holiday, make sure that you turn off these uh, notifications in, in SuperOffice to enjoy your holiday. Yeah, that's a good thing. And, and about that, you know, people call you all the time, right? And I think we have a pretty cool new feature that on holiday you see who you should call and hang up and who you shouldn't and or should answer. What is that, the caller ID project? Yeah, the caller ID project is quite cool, actually. We Now, when people call you and you don't have uh, their phone numbers on your in your local phone book, you will just see the phone number. Uh, with SuperOffice now, you can turn on the setting and then uh, every time an incoming phone comes up that is not in your uh, local phone book, we will check in SuperOffice to find, do we know this number and present you with the name of the caller. So you could, when someone calls you, SuperOffice can say this important person at that customer is calling you right now, maybe you should take it. Or if a partner is calling you or, or a colleague is calling you, then it will pop up to uh, just tell you who's calling. Yeah. So that means actually you could see who's calling because they're in the CRM database uh, at work and mm -hmm. you don't have to have them in your own phone book on the computer. So it's a smart system that enables you to at least filter out what important for you there and then absolutely and it, it makes a world of difference to just say hello who is this when you take the phone or when you say hello hans long time no seen how are you so yeah. it's a, it's a much easier way to to it's it's a nice feature i think yeah it's a very uh, customer friendly it's a relationship uh, builder uh, feature yeah yeah, yeah great 
Okay, uh, time is uh, flying, Eric. Um, wow, you have been busy and delivering a lot of stuff. How is it? Is it fun working in the development department? Jesus, it's lots of fun. <laughs> and uh, it just keeps going and going, and that's the fun of it to see. Um, how much enthusiasm and feedback and uh, stuff, uh, engagements we get from the customers with requests on what we should do or improve or uh, do stuff. And when we finally deliver, it's yeah one of the best feelings there is. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and speaking about feedback, uh, you know, we all have, we've had our net promoter feedback program running from 2017. So we're now in what we call cycle eight, and it's really good uh, to have uh, great feedback. And the the score is going up, so we're doing something right, and we get lots of uh, ideas and comments, and uh, we're listening on it, and it sure helps us uh, as part of this prioritization uh, work that we do. Yeah, and so if you have... take the and if you take the time to respond, uh, my plea is to please enter some. Uh, advice for us on what to improve or what uh, what to do uh, that would make your day when it comes to the SuperOffice product because this is an important source of information that we get and it's uh, one of three or four important sources that the R&D teams are browsing through every week to see is there something we can pick out from this that is uh, um, doable within a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, great. Well, uh, I think that wraps up uh, today's uh, episode, Eric. Thank you very much. And, uh... It's very fun to be here, Hans, <laughs> and, and uh, let's do this again sometime. Yeah, we will. And, you know, I have to say that I had really problems with my headset this time, but now I've got a new one from IT. Uh, and everything Looks very good soon. on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot, uh, Eric, and see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's uh, what we had uh, in store for you today. I, I really hope you liked it. If you have any ideas uh, and wishes on topics and guests, please send me an email to hc at superoffice.com. That's hc at superoffice.com. If you like it, share it with your friends, um, rate it in your podcast um, uh, reader, and uh, help us uh, share the, the stories. And I really wish you a great day, and see you and hear you soon.